Hello and welcome to another bonus episode of Power Band Podcast Season 3 brought to you by Motomark. More about how you can save on your next Motomark purchase very shortly, but Power Band Podcast is New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi riders for Kiwi riders. Flying solo today, my name is Ray Heron and uh, welcome to a, a bonus episode. As I said, this week, just a bit of news for you. Some of which you can find, uh, you can get the full story at kiwirider.co.nz. This week, news, Yamaha have stunningly announced the new model of their race winning YZF R1 at the Geico US round minutes after the conclusion of the Tissot Superpole session. Yes, a brand new R1. A uh, familiar evolution of the classic R1, the new machine takes from the Japanese manufacturer's experience with both World SBK and MotoGP to produce perhaps their most competitive package to date. Unveiled alongside the also new YZF R1M model, the 2020 YZF R1 features bodywork inspired by the Yamaha M1 ridden by Valentino Rossi with aerodynamic efficiency increased significantly. Updated electronics, suspension packages and improved high RPM performance are amongst a list, and that is a long list, of other features introduced for the 2020 machines, which will hit the New Zealand market in September this year. Exciting stuff. The R1 has always been a bike that I've I've, I've kind of craved. I've always looked towards. It's like the, uh, the 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 Ferrari or the Lamborghini on your wall, maybe in the uh, in in the nineties. Uh, fantastic bikes. In other news, you can get the full story on these at kiwirider.co.nz. Tragedy has hit Pikes Peak. The Ducati team were competing at the annual Pikes Peak International Hill Climb and they went from a high point of taking pole position at the iconic race to the clouds to the ultimate low earlier this month with the tragic loss of team rider Carlin Dunn. Dunn, who was racing the prototype of Ducati's new Street Fighter R4, scored the best time during the during all qualifying sessions and was on pace to set a new record for the run up the mountain when tragically he crashed. After dominating the first three quarters of the course with blistering times aboard the Panigale V4 derived prototype, officials say Dunn, aged 36, had a fatal crash and just had a fatal crash just a few metres from the finish line. Ducati's North America CEO Jason Chinook said there are no words to describe our shock and sadness. Carlin was part of the family and one of the most genuine kind men we have ever known. His spirit for the event and love of motorcycling will be remembered forever as his passing leaves a hole in our hearts. Tragedy at Pikes Peak. Full story, as I said, at kiwirider.co.nz. Also, Harley-Davidson are going tiny for China. Now, it's no secret that the good old boys at Harley-Davidson have been trying to rework their image globally. Away from being granddad's bike, with the more imminent launch of the company's first fully electric motorcycle, the Livewire, they're certainly making moves away from that image. However, the problem Harley faces is the majority of its product is focused on the premium end of the motorcycle market and it doesn't seem to cater for riders on a limited budget. Enter Chinese firm Kuang Yang Motorcycle Company. I probably haven't pronounced that very well to be fair. 
the folks behind the recent rebirth of the Italian mark Benelli. With Asian markets typically favouring smaller displacement motorcycles, Harley's smallest current offering, the Street 500, is considered a large bike and attracts heavy taxation. The new bike developed for Asia reportedly will utilise the same parallel twin configuration and engine architecture as the Benelli TNT 300, with an increased capacity of up to 338cc. Styling is also a step away from the Harley tradition, with the naked roadster design hinted via concept artworks released by Harley Davidson in Quangzhang. Harley reportedly selected Quangzhang as the Asian partnership based on the company's experience developing premium small displacement motorcycles, established supply base, proven capabilities in emerging markets, and ability to meet consumer requirements. More on this tiny Harley Davidson for China at KiwiRider.co.nz. A little closer to home, big kids could be said to join the Jixa Cup. Suzuki's popular Jixa Cup competition is set to go next level. The competition hatched in late 2017 as a nursery ground for motorcycle road racing with the catchface growing future champions. It's certainly been an outstanding success. Numerous young riders, many of whom previously would not have even considered taking up the sport, have now embraced racing and are showing signs that they indeed could be superbike champions in years to come. Now as the motorcycle community warms up to the start of 2019-2020 season, the Jixa Cup competition has received a massive boost. The Jixa Cup concept was created in 2017 to encourage young riders to go into battle on identical Suzuki GSX-150F bikes, a level playing field being an ideal environment for stars of tomorrow to learn their craft and spread their wings. And none of that has changed, although a minor tweak for December 2019 will potentially bring an even greater level of excitement. Instead of limiting the contest to riders aged between 14 and 21 years, the Jixa Cup will now be opened up to individuals of all ages. Simon Maid, Suzuki New Zealand's general manager, said, We have arranged for some of New Zealand's top superbike riders to enter the series and act as guides and mentors for young racers, and this is very much in keeping with our aim of growing future champions. At the same time, removing the age restriction for the Jixa Cup opens the door to older riders, many of whom have hounded us for the opportunity to compete in this low-cost, ultra-competitive class. More on the bigger kids, the older boys, joining the Suzuki Jixa Cup in the latest edition of KiwiRider.co.nz. And finally, is this your chance to be one of the first in New Zealand to check out Yamaha's brand new, highly anticipated Tenere 700? Yamaha Motor New Zealand have announced that the highly anticipated Tenere 700 will tour key New Zealand locations ahead of the model's official launch later this year. The bike will be touring the country in mid-August starting in Auckland with an event at the Blush Studios in Freeman's Bay on the 16th before heading to Wellington's QT Museum Hotel on the 18th to a concluding in Christchurch on Wednesday the 21st at Passengers & Co. While it is free to attend these events, numbers for each are strictly limited and Yamaha encourages those who are interested uh, to head to yamahamotor.co.nz and sign up. The Tenere 700 is based 
racer on the CP2 parallel twin engine, which debuted in the MT-07 with the bespoke chassis tuned specifically for adventure riding. The Tenere 700 is priced in New Zealand at a sharp 16999 plus on roads, with bikes expected to arrive in dealerships before Christmas. Thank you very much, Kiwi Rider. Check out kiwirider.co.nz. It is that magazine you know and love, although for the last few years they haven't been printing a physical magazine. They've been putting it into a fully digital format, viewable on your laptop, your iPhone, your Android phone, your smartphone, whatever that might be, even on your Kindle, I believe, or on your tablet. Check out kiwirider.co.nz. Make sure you hit that subscribe uh, button. It doesn't cost you anything, and you'll get an email for every new edition, and you can read that on your morning commute or over your morning coffee, however you like. You can resize it, make it bigger or smaller. You can click the links uh, and read all those stories, bike reviews, news, and uh, bits and pieces relevant to the New Zealand motorcycling market, kiwirider.co.nz. Thanks, Kiwi Rider, for supporting us. This is Powerband Podcast, and thank you also to Motormark. I mentioned earlier, Motormark have been a supporter for the last couple of seasons. Motormark, it's fantastic stuff. If you've ever wondered uh, how to clean your bike properly <laughs> without using a bit of elbow grease, check out motormark.co.nz. We've got a video up on YouTube as well. Head to YouTube, search out Powerband Podcast, and we've got the whole review there. Basically, we took one of our dirt bikes out, got it absolutely filthy, brought it back, covered it in Motomark and then went and had a beer. That gave Motomark time to sink in and then just pressure sprayed it off. Clean. No dramas. Actually took longer to hose the mud off the driveway at my place than it did to clean the bike. So make sure you get some Motomark. Head to motomark.co.nz. Use the the promo code POWERBAND and you will get 15% off your purchase. Motomark.co.nz. It's really, really good stuff. Hit that subscribe button on the podcast too if you wouldn't mind. We're on a break at the moment, so uh, as we get time up our sleeves, we're giving you a bit of uh, bonus content, uh, but hoping to get back into things in uh, a few weeks' time. Uh, and uh, we'll keep you updated. So if you hit that subscribe button, we'll send you a notification when the brand new episodes come out. This is Powerband Podcast. I've been Ray here and flying solo for this bonus episode. Keep the rubber side down, power on, and we will catch you whenever we catch you. 